You're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today's episode is a discussional podcast episode, and we are celebrating OtakuSpirit.com's official one-year anniversary. Happy birthday to us. Yeah, sweet. Um, are, are, is, would that be considered a birthday? I, for the OtakuSpirit.com, yeah. Maybe it's first birthday. Who birthed I, us? No, we're not. We're not talking about us. We're talking about a talk to spirit, which would be yeah, our domain. That's... The domain carriers would have birthed it, I guess. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know, January second, twenty fourteen, was the day that which OtakuSpirit.com dot com was created. Um, we've been doing course podcasting and and overall, you know, content providing before that with other websites. But uh, this was the point which we decided, hey, we're going to make a website strictly for anime. And we sat down, struggled for hours on end, trying to think of a name. Taku Spirit came up to the mind. We thought that was probably the most fitting one out of all the ones we decided on. So we chose Taku Spirit, and it became a website. And ever since then, we've been rapidly growing. Our our site views have gone up. Uh, we uh, started doing podcasting strictly for anime, which at that point pretty much started booming, providing content for people. Uh, we've learned a lot over the last year. I mean, going from where we were at till now, even listening to the old podcast episodes we kind of joked about in a previous episode, I, I think we've managed to learn quite a bit. We're getting into our own, learning exactly what we need to do to provide content for you all, rapidly growing. And I think probably the best thing about it all is we, we've built a community. We, we've decided to open up a forum make it completely free and open to people to come in and discuss anime in a very safe, fr- family-friendly environment. And I think that's been something that a lot of people have appreciated, and thus the community has been rapidly growing. It's one of those things that I really enjoy. It's not that we're getting a lot of forum members. It's just that we're getting people that are actually people that want to talk. It's not just people posting to just not bots coming in there. It's not people registering and then leaving. They're actually coming in there, com- you know, conversing with everybody which is uh something i want more than just seeing numbers i want to see people that want to talk and and build friendships over and i think that's what we've pretty much pretty much accomplished so that's that's great uh just some random facts throughout there ever since we did uh launch a we've made a total of 65 podcasts which is 
uh, pretty much going on the how many weeks in a year? I think like forty nine. Yeah, so we're 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 breaking over one a week, so that's that's great. Which thanks is thanks partly to the fact that we have been trying to do uh, biweekly or two episodes per week sometimes, just so that we have a discussional podcast along with reviews and stuff like that. So people that aren't necessarily interested in the reviews will be interested in just hearing us converse about things, news topics, and also the fact since our community is growing, we also do the the question segments too. So um, along with that, we've done 203 reviews. Impressive. (laughs) Which, again, is combined podcast and written reviews. I'm usually the one doing the written reviews, whereas the podcast is was used to be Chris only most of the time. Um, I'm starting to kind of push into there more as I'm watching more shows. Uh, so we, we hope to increase that number as we go forward. I think we're up in the area of, of 203, which is pretty awesome of how many reviews we've actually done. Um, but yeah, that's 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 all that blah jargon stuff. I think we've also done almost... Uh, two posts per day since uh, com has opened up. So definitely if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't really checked out the site, you have the site with content and you also have the site with a great community. So that, that's really what we're trying to kind of convey there. Uh, but again, we thank you all for joining us, being a part of our community, being a part of the site, listening to our podcast. Everything is for you guys. So the one-year anniversary for com is really a more celebration for you guys too, because this is a site that you guys are a part of and we appreciate y'all without yeah, getting into all the, mushy you stuff. You guys are the, 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 the meat of this, this group right here. I mean, without you guys, the, there's, there's not much for us to do. I mean, we just kind of keep talking to air. That's not good. <laughs> Cause then, you know, you have psychological problems with there. Uh, we also have a, a, a post made in the general forums, a uh, talking spirits, one year anniversary, a lot of people have been chiming in there and congratulating. Again, thank you all for those those posts. That definitely means a lot to us. Um, but yeah, must, enough of the, the mushy stuff. No, no, no more mushy stuff. We can do mushy stuff later. We'll get into our discussional podcast, which we have some some news to talk about. Um, and we also have some a lot of questions, which one that I've been kind of putting off to the side, not really the question, but putting off to the side the, the content of the question for some time, so that'll be interesting to get into. Um, but starting off with our news discussion, we have Funimation is still not releasing Evangelion 3.33. I, I thought you were going to change things up. I mean... <laughs> I know last week I joked... The thing is, when we recorded the podcast last week, um, they hit the news out there, the podcast was released, I made a joke in the podcast about 333 not being released, so I'm wondering if Funimation heard me. I'm thinking, there's a, there's a conspiracy theory there, but yeah. Um, but anyways, the the thing about this is not that to joke about the fact they're not releasing, even though I, I hate it, a lot of people hate it, um, Funimation has officially came out and gave us an update, so to speak. Uh, the essentially what it was is they were announcing that Toonami was airing 1.11 and 2.22 on Toonami, and they said, "Hey, if you want some information on 3.33, here you go." And it was just a very little snippet in their fact, and which basically says, "We are working directly with ja- uh, Japanese studio and the original creator on the upcoming uh, Evangelion 3.33 home release. Uh, this is a unique opportunity for that presents itself to us." And since the plot of 3.33 is so different from the previous storylines, we are thrilled that the creator has asked to be heavily involved in the project. Studio Kara 
has even decided that they would like to create their own uh, special subtitle track for the release. We thank you all for your continued patience, and we work to conf- uh, confirm as we work to confirm a release date. Uh, please keep an eye on the social channels and our website for more updates. Which basically means we goofed up, they don't like what we did, and they want to do it themselves. <laughs> I, I guess is the assumption there. Um, but yeah, the, basically, you're still not getting is is what it's... If if you want to compress that down, that's what it's saying. We still got nothing. We're delaying it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, it was originally uh, given a date of uh, February 13, I believe, of 2014. Um, then that was delayed because they said that there was a lot of theatrical uh, uh, desire for the theatrical release to continue. And then we pretty much heard nothing. There was some snippets here and there about them having to work with the Studio Cara and nothing else after that. So it's nice to finally get an update. So we'll, we'll take it, I guess. But yeah, don't look forward to watching 3.33 anytime soon and continue to avoid spoilers like I am doing. And Chris did not because he didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> um, the other news bit that we got is that the new novel for Steinsgate has been canceled. So all the big fans out there of Steinsgate that were looking forward to the new novel that's um, been officially canceled, uh, which is kind of, I was going to say kind of cool, but uh, I have a cool little fo- folder thing that was given to me by uh, one of our community members, June, which was a little pamphlet thing that she got with Steinsgate's The New Novels cover, and I'm wondering if that's going to be worth something later. Probably not, because it's just a binder thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, for those who don't know, the the story was supposedly kind of after thing i believe which is kind of they're continuing the the research they're doing and uh one of the characters comes to the main uh okaran to freelance for something so it's not happening so it gets your cell phones and your microwaves ready to try to get it fixed because it's yeah, not happening probably, right now. we could probably just do a, 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 a i jump. bet there's so many jokes of that going on the internet right now <laughs> like, we need to do a time jump to fix this. This can't happen. Are you saddened? Of course I am. Okay, just make sure. You're a little quiet there. I, I like Steinsgate. Okay, moving on from news sections. I, I thought we'd have more discussion on Steinsgate, but there really is no information to really give, so... <laughs> other than the fact that it's sad. Uh, moving on to our community questions. Again, if you want to ask us a question, go to the forums, go to the anime questions thread, submit a question there. Or you can go on the website, go to the Contact Us button, fill out that information, or you can email Andrew at otakuspirit.com. So many ways. Um, our first question is from Harem no Tamanshi, which says, I just wanted to ask why some good anime get only a season or two then are never heard from again. This is a stark contrast to what I see in TV shows in the West, where they are given lower thresholds and room to grow into bigger shows Granted, they are uh, they don't all they don't all grow to Game of Thrones, um, but there is a wide vari- uh, stable of shows which have been going on for a good length of time. I think the stories in anime are more expansive, interesting, and unique when compared to shows from the West. But I don't see them getting a original run. What do you think, Chris? I think we've pretty much already answered this. We have. Times. We've we've hit it. We we actually. I, I mean, like you you said in there, we every once in a while we kind of uh, 
end up Rant. ranting about it every <laughs> once in a while. I hate it when they do this. They do it every single doggone time when it's a good show. Uh, why they do it, I I don't know. But I I seen a I seen a little joke comic one one time where, where it shows a bunch of guys in a in a in a boardroom around a table, and they're they're like they're talking about. What's the next anime that we need to talk? We need to to get get produced. And and there's this one little guy over in the corner. Hey hey guys, how about we go ahead and finish the ones that we already got going? And then everybody else <laughs> yeah. goes, No oh, no no no, we need a new anime. <laughs> Throw them out the window. Um, yeah, like I said, those ones some some we pretty much ranted about a lot. Um, one thing I do know is that there is this there is a there are companies out there in Japan that will. Uh, that are in the interest of a manga, they will put money forward to get an ad- adaptation for that manga um, for the little bit of volumes they've already done, and they will adapt it into an anime. The anime will finish at the point that the, the manga basically is at, which is not done, just for the sole purpose of hoping that investment comes back to the manga. The manga sells. Of course, the mangas make them a boatload of money, because, I mean, you're talking about, you know, $20 slabs a piece of paper that doesn't really cost much to produce so their whole purpose is to get you to buy the manga so they are basically manga advertisements we have a lot of that happening with this season too i mean it's every season is a show that you're like this looks cool it gets to the end and you see suddenly suddenly in that last episode you have like 15 people show up that you've never seen before and you're like oh that person's interesting and then the show ends you're like why did they just show all those characters that did nothing in that last battle? Oh, yeah. See you in the manga. Wave goodbye kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just a problem with anime is is there's a huge desire to push mangas. There's a huge desire to push uh, certain franchises. And then, of course, you also have the side of if it didn't sell, if it didn't have enough uh, attention within its first five or so episodes, they're going to cut it off because... Obviously, it's not going to turn into a big epic. They would love to have every one of their shows turn into an epic. You know, something like One Piece or Naruto, where it goes on for 500 episodes. It's just, it needs to have that that fandom behind it. I know we've, we've had a couple discussions on the forums about uh, this very topic. And that's basically the same gist of it. Is is trying to pull that, that attention, which, if it doesn't get it, it's done. So... Welcome to anime. I guess yeah. is the, is yeah, the, is the summary. A lot of it. Um, it's just something we have to deal with. You'll find shows that you'll really enjoy. I mean, it's not too much of a problem for people that you know binge watch shows after they've been released for a while because you can kind of get an idea from people if the show is complete or not. But if you're watching it week by week simulcast, well, there's good a luck. certain level. You 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 wonder if there's a certain level of. I know that there's a ton of manga content out there, and I know, and I know you know that there's a ton of manga content. But as as mu- as many shows as they're they're putting out right now, I mean, you're talking what 120? I think is what we figured 120 per year right now. Yeah, about. At least. Don't you don't you think that at a certain point they would eventually run out of content? Not that they will no. all they will ever run out of content. I seriously doubt they will ever do that. But no, that's like, that's like in the one of the other for, threads that we've had. Somebody was asking about how like, uh, just basically on on that on that topic. It's it's 
with the open environment they have for creating mangas, creating and and just becoming a mangaka, there's 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 these huge comicettes and stuff, or these comic or manga type uh, cons that are going on, where there's just rows of people trying to sell their story. There's so many content creators out there that are just drawing these mangas, and yeah, most of them are just garbage. I took these two characters from the show that I really like, and I made them like love. But there's also these really interesting stories that these people are creating, and so it may. I don't. I'm not sure how difficult it is that to get, to, to get that to the the actual studios to create something. But there's plenty of content out there. It, it's sort of like here having, you know, Disney go out and start hitting all these people that are creating, uh, you know, fan fanfics and stuff, and just saying, hey, let's let's make your your fanfic a, a story. There's a huge threshold that. And of course, here you don't really have that. You have them going after the, the novelists, the the big, uh, the writers that are creating the big, huge novels. But in Japan, it's a little different story. So there's there's plenty of content for them. It's just how much of that content is is done, and how much of it are they going to complete? I guess is the question. Moving forward, is that am I going to hit on that? Pretty one? much. Okay. I, I, there's, it, it, it's it's not something that we could really. I mean. I would love to say, yeah, that we we see a change in the future, but we don't. We it it's no. it's a part of it's this. getting worse. I think. Yeah, it, it is getting worse. I mean, we've we've seen. I don't remember any of this back in the day in the, like the nineties. You got a, a set of DVDs. It was it was done. I mean, you got to the end and it was pretty much done. I disagree to a point. I I'm not saying that it didn't. It did happen. It was all complete because there was a lot of shows that. There was a finality to it, but I do remember a lot of shows that were doing that. Like Project Echo. One episode? Really? That could have gone so much <laughs> Project Echo. Sorry, that was in my mind because we just... I was originally... Well, Tinchi. Tinchi was a per- is a perfect example. Okay, that's true. But it, was, it wrapped up, though. It, it gave no, me... It, it gave me some kind of no, fill of it. Completion. Universe, I at least universe? got a completion of there. Was it, which one was it? I mean, the, yeah, they had the Jirai and the fact that he went there and he fought the guy and that was pretty much it, but... And yeah, they could have delved into the Jirai more, but the fight was done. The fight ended. It felt complete. It's not like, uh, you know, No Game, No Life where they do an two battles and there's like... But there's the other chess piece that you gotta get. I was just using it as an example. I gotcha, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> I guess it's a thing of feeling complete versus there's an opportunity of ex- expanding. Correct. Sure, any world can be expanded. It's just, I want some kind of feeling of, I can close the book. Good. You might make another book, but I close this book and I'm happy kind of thing. Anyways, uh, Logan gives us another question. Thank you, Logan, for continuing questions. And thank you, everybody, for the the, uh, the questions you've given us, of course. Um, Logan says, uh, what things do you wish, uh, that anime did more of? An example for me is I wish that there were more anime that would actually deal with relationships. Shows like Love, Shinibuyo and Other Delusions and Say I Love You do a great job, um, of this, but there aren't that many out there. Yeah. It, it's a, a weird thing with love because it's like they don't want to, they don't want you to touch. Just like... You guys can love, but just don't touch. But my my number one is always going to be zombies. I want more zombies. I got one zombie show. 
and some you know fancy shows with the zombie popping up for one episode, but I want like a full on zombie invasion. <laughs> but no, being serious, was that a zombie show or was that a penny shot show? Yeah, it was penny shot show. I got some zombies though. I mean, there was like one episode where there was a zombie, but the rest of it, yeah, was, <laughs> I couldn't quite see. Right. I think there was zombies on the other side of that butt, but, 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 um, but now, yeah, you're you're probably right with the the love thing. It really is a case of just. I think that they, I I, I want to contribute to the the idol issue. I think I've talked about this before, but I think there's there there's a culture of idols in Japan where you see an idol on the the screen and you say. I love that girl. She's my wife. I'm going to I'm going to follow that idol everywhere, but they're not allowed idols are from what I understand are never allowed to have relationships because if you look up on that screen and say my wife who there, she's she's going out with some dude, suddenly her ratings drop. She's no longer desired because she has a boy or a, a loved one. And I think that mentality transfers to anime. I'm not positive on that, but I think that's the same concept with most of the harem shows and everything is that they don't have, they don't touch those girls because, well, they do drop on them and, and touch their chest and stuff like that. But the idea is that they're always available. And I think that creates that desire to keep watching a show for that one character that you really like. So I think that causes them to not have love forming in these shows, which is... Which sucks because yeah, if you're if you like the shows that have that love aspect, you're not really gonna get it. The romance is not gonna be there unless it's a <laughs> a shoujo or something where they actually do talk about love and they finally decide in the last episode after they fix everything. <laughs> Keep looking at him for the the recent one. I'm, this is the season. I'm, you gotta forgive me. I'm like way confused as to where you're going with that. I was just point. I was expanding on his desire for relationships and shows what what do you want in shows what kind of content what kind of aspects and shows that you think is missing i personally want? want things that make me reflect myself reflect to myself all right i can go with that i mean that it, it's easy to say i want zombies or i want high fantasy because those are those are the the two the two key ones but I agree with Logan. I, I really want shows that make me examine myself. Love Chunibyo definitely did that. Say I Love You definitely did that. Um, uh, Kimi no Todoke did that. Um, like your Hanasaka Roha. The shows like that, they that, that actually force you to look at yourself, examine yourself, and make you want to change something about yourself. I, I love those shows so much that I've gotten to the point where almost shows that don't do that are are like those are the entertainment ones these are the ones that are that are actually my meat shows and i'm i'm really shifting my the direction in which i am starting to hold different shows in esteem on that scale i'm not positive if we if we we're going to end up being able to release it this week or not but you'll possibly have already had colorful review come out for the podcast uh, which that show definitely gives me that kind of feeling of of really it it does it does with its fault it does make me examine how i treat certain people because it does deal with a cer some certain content that uh affects people um but no my real one besides the zombie thing which that's just kind of a joke i do want more zombie shows though 
Um, but I do like shows that are psychological thrillers. Not so much. I, I know we get a lot of psychological thrillers, but they're usually gory. They're usually shock value kind of shows. I like the ones that really make me think. Um, shows that really have a depth to the story that when something happens, I go, oh, that was really cool. Uh, probably like one of the better ones is probably like Code Geass, stuff like that, where it, it just really it shocks you in a way of Layers. that was that was really brilliant the way they did that yeah dynamics to the characters um stuff like that i would like to see a lot more of and i i I've I, I want them to tone down everything has to blow up not the just the last the last few the last few seasons of that it seems like there's been a resurgence of quote unquote sorry um of a resurgence of the whole psychological thriller genre which it's just unfortunate they all have of to these p- all of these push have been the gore very very weak i mean parasite's probably the only one where even though it does have some gore it's not the focus the focus is what you know the main character is going through shinichi is like his mind is just constantly you know am i still human kind of thing which is great i i like that inner struggle that he's having and that's the kind of stuff i want to see more of not so much tokyo ghoul or yes, that first episode was really cool. I really liked what he was struggling with. Then after that, it's blood everywhere. So give me some more of that first episode, and you got you got me. Well, they hit. They did have it there, here and there. The problem was is that it was it was so littered with. I mean, oh. after, after that first episode, it was really just okay. Now let's not trigger the police from knowing that we're here. I didn't really see any more. Besides that, like, <laughs> final episode where he had some Shinji moment, I didn't really see much aspect in there that I really, that really grabbed me, that was really, I haven't seen that before kind of stuff. <laughs> We're always going to disagree on that show. <laughs> oh, what else? In, what, I, point out to me, what else was in there that was really that kind of mental the only struggle? Thing, the only thing that I would have to say that I totally disliked on that show was that, that police officer. Or that one guy. The rest of the show, I thought, was very well done. But no, I'm, I'm saying on that, that topic but of I the agree, psychological I agree thriller, with that you psychological that it, there was a lot of there? Go- there was a lot of gore in there. Um, the the lolly was a great uh, psychological thriller moment. See, that wasn't shock value area for me. That was, here's cute character, something really bad happened. That wasn't brilliant. That wasn't clever in how it was designed. She watched her mom die. That's in, like, 50% of anime that makes you cry. What oh is gosh. any different there? We've had that in Furukasaya. <laughs> Go watch Furukasaya if you want to watch that again. It's everywhere. That That's not clever to me. That's, hmm, how can we how can we really shock people? How'd the parent die? That's that's not clever to me. That's not good writing. That's just shock value. Okay. That's, that's all I mean. I don't see anything else in there that's really, wow, that took some thought. That, that was really clever in what they did there. Kind of stuff. Ah, well. Moving forward. Go Go on to... uh, Not really a new member for us, but a new poster. So that's cool. Um, GamerColin117 chimed in finally. Thank you for joining the forums. Thank you for finally uh, posting, and we hope that we see some more of you on the forums. Uh, GamerColin says, I am already a collector of anime, DVDs, Blu-rays. I love getting most of my stuff from Right Stuff. Uh, especially during the big sales, RIP, my wallet, mine as well. I'm with you on that one. 
Uh, I have enjoyed watching your figure unboxing videos and seeing the variety of them. After looking around on Reddit and other forums, I have decided to take up the, that hobby as well. My question, where do you guys get your figures from and where do you find good deals on them? Uh, thanks for being so awesome. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for your kind words. Um, yes, definitely, if you guys haven't checked us out yet, um, we have a YouTube channel where we do unboxings and stuff like that, feature videos for certain things. Um, you can find a link on otakuspirit.com on the right side. But yeah, um, this was the topic that I was talking about that I've been wanting to get into for a while now, and I think now, after about a year of really getting into it, I feel that I have some confidence in talking about it, so this is the big how-to 101 for figures, basically. Do you think I'm good enough for it? Uh, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I'm just looking for some input every now and then. Um, but yeah, I kind of have this broken down, kind of give a step-by-step on how to get your figures, um, how to take care of them, all that kind of stuff. Um, the number one first thing ever is preparation. Make sure that you're, uh, when you're getting into figures that you know that it is a, an investment. Um, if you ask other figure collectors out there, they'll usually tell you it started with one and it couldn't stop from that for that point. Um, so just expect that once you get into it. It is a pretty addictive kind of thing. Once you get that first figure, you're going to see that other one that you want to get. You're going to get one, and you're going to go, I want an entire set of them. And they usually have complete sets of entire shows that you'll want to gather them all. Um, It's an expensive thing, so um, definitely just be ready for that. Um, But it's also a cool thing because you're you're actually bringing... the, The reason why it's so cool is you're actually bringing those characters that you enjoy so much from these shows, you're, you're bringing them out of the TV, you're bringing them out of the computer, and you're sitting them on your desk. They're they're always there. You can constantly look at them. And they're they're with you even when you have your computer or whatever off. So it, it, it is really a cool thing. And that's kind of why I really enjoy them. And they, if you get some good ones, they look really awesome. Um, next step is definitely a safeguard from fraud. Uh, it's just a common thing in the world of figures that there is a lot of bootleggers out there. Um, you have some that will get a picture of what's coming out and they will try to duplicate it and usually looks really terrible, but there's also dumpster divers, which they will go out and find failed moldings and they will, or used overly used moldings and they will steal them from trash cans or, or lift them from a factory and they'll go off and reproduce it and produce mass quantities of bootlegs. So just be aware that there's bootlegs out there, and it's it's a huge issue. Um, the other issue you want to make sure that you're checking on is leaners. Uh, there's some figures out there made by certain companies that don't take into consideration weight distribution for the figures. And after year or after five years, they'll begin to lean. And what that is, basically, your character is physically leaning. So even though their feet are on the ground, if they're, their weight distribution is to the right they'll slowly over time fall over. Uh, the best way to kind of safeguard from all of this is really kind of get in with communities. Uh, you want to find a community of people that collect figures, converse with them, interact with them. Uh, there's a lot of channels for getting information for these figures in those communities. Uh, the best one I've found so far has been myfigurecollection.net. Uh, there's a really good, it's not really so much a community, but there is a lot of discussions on each of the figures. Uh, you you can search a specific figure, click on it, it'll give you all the information about it, and there's kind of a comment section where they talk about it. They'll talk about if there's a leaner, 
They'll talk about ways of fixing certain manufacturer flaws. And the cool thing about that is they also have a, li a listing there for if there's a bootleg that's been known. People will post pictures of the bootleg so you'll know what it looks like. The box, look the box usually always looks different. So you can tell based off the box if it's going to be bootleg or not. So definitely use that use those resources to help safeguard yourself from getting the frauds and the, the bootlegs and the leaners and stuff like that. So it's just all about being informed really. Uh, moving forward, once you're got all that information down, you can then move on to buying the figure, which, uh, I suggest really if you all possible pre-order all your figures, cause that way you are getting it directly from the manufacturer uh, you're getting the, not really the lowest price, but you're getting a new figure at the original price. Because what will happen is if you miss the the pre-order for it, it's going to go to bootleggers, it's going to go to scalpers, they're going to up the prices, they're going to sell you bad stuff, and they're usually going to end up upping the price, even if not significantly like a scalper, they're going to end up giving you the cost of like the the shipping, which is usually probably about 15 to 20 from a uh, Japan, depending on where you're at. Um, but yeah, you're you're ensuring that you're getting a, the for sure product that you want to get. It's going to be brand new. It's not going to be used, and you're you're escaping out all the issues that you're going to get with scalpers and stuff. Uh, if you're looking for certain specific sites, uh, the best one I usually always go to is, of course, Good Smile Company. If you go directly to their site, um, they distribute for a lot of the the best, most known figure uh, designers and, and producers, uh, Max Factory and all them. Um, their site is goodsmile-global.ecq.sc. And if you go to that site, you can see all the currently reserved uh, figures that you can pre-order. Um, besides them, uh, Good Crunchyroll also does a lot of the pre-orders through them that Good Smile puts up. They also put up uh, not pre-order stuff, so you can get full selection of uh, figures there. But they usually don't carry everything, so don't expect them to have everything that you want. Uh, but I do trust them. Uh, AmiAmi is also a really big one out there. They also do a lot of discounted uh, pre-ordered figures, so you can often get at a better price with AmiAmi.com. That's A-M-I-A-M-I.com. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're directly also directly from Japan. So you are going to deal with, uh, also good smile company, by the way, I didn't mention good smile company. If you buy through them, you're going to be paying by the yen. So make sure you have a credit card that can do that stuff. Uh, Amiyami is the same way you're buying by yen. So make sure that your credit card can transfer to yen. Uh, but they're also going to be shipping from Japan, of course. So you're going to get the price of that, which is usually 15 to $20 for a figure. Uh, just be aware of that. Other than that, you also have Tokyo Taka Mode, which we also uh, support, and that's otakumode.com. Uh, they're also another great site for getting uh, pre-orders and uh, post-pre-order new figures. Uh, and if all else fails, you can also go to Amazon. Uh, just make sure that if you buy from Amazon, you're buying from a fulfilled by Amazon or directly from Amazon because... I've gotten a lot of used figures from them that are marked as new, so having it fulfilled by Amazon or from Amazon ensures that you can just contact them, say this is used, and they go, okay, it's, you know, put it, put it back in a box, we'll send you a label, send it back to us, we'll refund you. They don't, they don't really question it, so. 
Did you miss right stuff? They sell figures? Oh, uh, they don't. I don't think I so. They did. I don't I've never seen a figure there, but yeah, if if they do, I'd have to double check that though. Um that's really all the ones that I can really suggest uh, without really doing more research. I know that there's a couple hobby sites that people have used, but those are the ones that I've used and I trust, so take that. Uh, if you're okay with used figures, uh, you can check out uh, Mandarake or M- Manda- Mandarake, which is M A N D A R A K E dot C O dot J P. Um, and they, they're basically like an auction site, I believe, where you can go on there. They have just random listings of this. Here's this used figure. Buy it as is. Just be aware that it is buy as is. So um, do that at your own risk. I haven't done anything with them, but I know that a lot of people have, and they're happy with it. I just I don't like the idea of buying used figures because there's always that question there. Um, but if you're willing to take a risk and... And they're usually pretty cheap. So, also with uh, my figure collection, uh, if you set something as your wish uh, wish list item, they'll also have people between the community that will trade with each other as well. So, um, but again, I haven't done anything like that with them, so I don't. I'm not. I don't trust it too much. So be aware there. Yes, Chris is showing me rightstuff.com does indeed have figures. That's R I. G H T S T U F dot com, which I've bought in globs of stuff from them, as you know by the question. Uh, next, once you finally have purchased it, it's gotten to you, and you open that box and you're like, ha, there's the figure that I bought. Next thing you want to do is check it. Check the figure, make sure, for one, that it's not, that it is, if you did buy new, that it is not technically used because. The problem with uh, a lot of sites, including like Amazon that I've experienced before, um, a lot, apparently from what I understand, there's a lot of issues with it at uh, showrooms or cons, is people purchase from secondhand stores in Japan, and they bring it over here and they sell it as new because they've taken pretty good care of it. They don't, they don't mess with the boxes, stuff like that. Um, so just look at the... Usually, like with uh, Good Smile Company stuff, they'll usually have little circle stickers. Look at all the the seals. Make sure nothing's been broken and retaped over. Um, sometimes with the Nindroids, when you buy them, they'll break the bottom seal in order to put in uh, Good Smile exclusive bases and stuff. Put them in the boxes and they reseal it. So that's not always a bad thing. But just just be aware if there's something that's been sealed and broken and it's marked as new it might be a used one. So open it up, check, make sure if there's any kind of blemishes, stuff like that. You want to shine a light on the figure, make sure there's no scratches on them. Um, make sure that there's no paint transfers, make sure that the no really significant paint flaws are in it that might've missed oh in QC, gosh. stuff like that. Are you having fun? Torturing myself with looking at <laughs> figures. That's what I said. It's a, it's a, it's a nasty road to go down um, because there's going to be so many that you're never going to be able to get or some that you just want so bad. Also, make sure there's no humidity damage, which I'll get more into the humidity damage later, but um, just be aware of that when I go forward on that. Um, which we'll get into right now is just basically you've established that it's good. You're ready to move forward. The next step is preservation, taking care of the figure, um, keeping it from damage, basically. 
Uh, there's a lot of things that will damage your figure, even if you're indoors. Like, I don't know if anybody actually puts their stuff outdoors, but hey, if you put figures out, outdoors and you're okay with that, then that's fine. But even indoors, there's the potential of damaging them. And that uh, is basically multiple things. A big one is heat, humidity, uh, which is a huge killer of your figures. Um, when heat and humidity gets on your figures, it causes the PVC that it's made out of to begin to bleed. And when that bleeds, it causes this, the figure to usually become shiny. Uh, areas that were before kind of matte or not shiny or semi-gloss will become really shiny. And it loses its color, it loses its tone, it loses the texture, and that's what's killing your figure. The dust in your, your house or whatever is usually a big cause of this because the dust will trap in that heat. So make sure that it's in a make sure it's in a place that doesn't get heat. Make sure it's in a place that's not getting humidity. Make sure it's in a place that's not getting dust on it. because um, those are the main kind of things you're worried about. You also you have a lot of uh, chemicals in the house, sprays, cleaners, stuff like that that's constantly in the air. But those aren't really the most concerned. And really the most concern is heat and humidity and dust. So uh, usually what we recommend is always kind of keep them in a case. Be ready for that. When you're going to go buy your figure, get the the measurements of it, the the height of it, the width of it. And have a have a case ready for it. We, we usually went to like, uh, we went to Michael's, which we have here. Uh, Michael's usually has, or any hobby store really, they have a lot of cases. Uh, we used, we, for a while, we used, uh, car model acrylic cases, which were, yeah, they were weird, but you can set them upright and it sealed up really nicely. If you, if you put them in the box and after a while you open it and you can smell that PVC brand new smell. Yep. That's usually how you can tell that it's nicely sealed. Um, but that's not always the case, but just. Uh, every now and then check the inside. If you got a lot of dust building up on the bottom of it, then it's probably not sealed enough. Uh, you might have to dust it maybe once every six months if it's nicely sealed. Uh, a lot of people suggest uh, Detolf cases or display glass cases from Ikea. I have a couple of those. They're really nice. Uh, the only problem with them also is the fact that they do have a lot of gaps where dust can get in. Um, but you can usually just kind of use weather stripping. Go to the hardware store get some weather stripping for a door and just kind of line the the openings with that kind of stuff but the main key is you're trying to create that not really vacuum seal but you're kind of going for that you're trying to make sure there's no way the air can get in there and if the air does get in there uh i've heard people suggest i usually would suggest probably using like canned air to blow off the dust off of it Uh, i heard some people saying you can use uh little brush that you use to spread you know sauce on a steak like a pastry brush or whatever you call them uh really fine not rough kind of brush to brush it off um but like i said i've never tried that so i would just probably just keep with canned air just don't get dust on it to begin with is really the big key thing other thing really is uh sunlight don't have direct sunlight on them because even if it's indirect sunlight even that if you have a lot of light in the room uh, anywhere where the sunlight can reflect off of and hit your figures and you have that glare of sun on it, it's probably going to cause it to fade. You're going to have a lot of color fading happening. I remember when we went down to Georgia and it's a really nice figure in one of the cases they had at the store. I actually was going to mention that too. <laughs> that was kind of the, the thought that I had when I was writing that down. I was like, Chris had like a really nice figure that he was really looking to get, but you just had this 
her back was to the to the window and i went around that side and i said no chris unless that's gonna be really cheap i wouldn't get that and look at the back of it and yeah i got a nice little suntan on her back yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really a tan it was more of an untanning i don't know how that works but yes yeah, when you see it when you see it you will notice it it, it is it is a there is a distinct different diff, uh, a distinct line where you can see where the the sun has directly hit it i mean it is it is a significant difference right it's really just a if you're rotating it and it's another thing that you want to check when you when you when you're checking your figures when you first get them rotate it and if you see the skin tone changing drastically it's probably because somebody had them in a window or something because i know if you look online and look at just random people's figure collections a lot of them will just kind of put them along their windowsill and i'm going why are you doing that? Why? That figure looks so beautiful and it's no longer going to look beautiful. You're destroying it. Yeah, it's just, that's really just me though. Um, yeah, that's that's really most of it. And the, the most important thing really of, of all this is just enjoy it. I mean, if you're going to invest that money into a figure, put it out on display. Don't don't lock it up somewhere. Don't leave it just in Just don't display it in the window. Yeah, don't display it in the window. <laughs> Um, I know a lot of people that they collect figures and they just leave them in their boxes and it's like, it's not really going to preserve it by having them in the box because even that, from what I understand, uh, traps humidity even more than dust does. Uh, you want to you wanna put it on display, let people see it. Uh, just be proud of what you've bought and, and just bought and, bought and's a new word. <laughs> just be, just enjoy it, put it out there. And if you're ever struggling with, if you want to buy a figure, oh, it's costing this much, Always remember, you only live once, so go get it. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Yeah. That was a lot of talking. Trust me, Nendroids can be fun, and they can also be really, really, really annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's one of the bigger problems that I have with the Nendroids. It's like, you take them out of their box, you you put them out on display, and you're like, that's the cool pose. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to put them up there. And then later on, you're like... I want to change that. And that's the cool thing about Nendroids. But then you're like, oh, I don't get the box. And the box is up in the closet. And I think it's probably behind like 15 other Nendroid boxes. Nah, she looks fine as she is. <laughs> I mean, you have that you, you have that option of changing it. But at the same time, you don't want to go get it and take it out and change it. It's painful. We had that recently with the... Uh, I just got the other girl from Dog Day. So I had to reset up leo so i had to go find the box for leo and drag it out here and reset it up and yeah now that's the cool thing about the androids though in comparison i guess that's the other thing really you have the choice between one eight scale figures are usually more expensive uh they're set in pose but they're usually a lot more extravagant more beautiful in poses uh which is more one of the more things i'm trying to get in more into now because they are just, they're a lot more beautiful to look at Ninjoys are cool because they're you can interchange them, you can change their poses. They're cute, and they're usually a lot least uh, a lot less expensive. They're usually in the you know the the thirty to fifty mark, whereas the one eight scales are more like up in the hundred, two hundred dollars, even three hundred dollars if you get that <laughs> saver zero one that I want really badly. Oh, or my Madoka and and Homura. Oh yeah, Ultimate Madokas. That's a big one. <sighs> Um, eventually my, my deep sea Miku would probably be up there as well. Um, I will never, I will never get those two. And I trust, and trust me, those would be like the crowns of, 
Usually, if you if you look at the bigger figure collectors and the big unboxers, they usually always have a Madoka somewhere. Yeah. Ultima Madoka is somewhere in their cases behind that, them. Yeah, Ultima Madoka and Devil Hamora are definitely crown achievements in in most. It's just a very beautiful one too. So it I mean, is. I, I I just keep expecting them to do a re-release. I know it's eventually they got to do a re-release. I I just don't see them avoiding letting letting that that money just hang. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if they, I mean, they're looking at they're like, man, that. There are people trading this thing back and forth. Let's let's do a second one. All right, let's do it. Release. And a good smile company will often do releases, so expect that eventually, even if you didn't get a pre-order in and something is extremely expensive, um, usually if they're extremely expensive, there's a good chance they might do a re-release. I know that Good Smile's done like uh, a lot of the uh, Sword Art Online stuff. They've been doing releases on those, uh, like recently the Figma, which Figma is another one that we can get into, which is kind of like the grown-up version of the Nendoroid. It's a full... 1-8 scale size looking figure, but you can move them, but we're not a big fan of them because they don't hide the joints very well. No. Um, I think the only one I've really looked at that I said I can do that as a Figma was probably uh, the Saber fully armored because it does a good job of hiding them, but generally they just don't... I I, I appreciate the effort they're doing into to hiding the, the joints, but it's just not quite there for me yet, so I can't endorse them too much. Um, but if you're looking for something bigger than an Android to kind of pose the way you want to pose them, they're definitely an option. And then you have the one-fourth scales, <laughs> which are generally usually naughty-looking ones with the the, ba- the bikini characters or whatever, and they usually have soft body parts, and I don't think I'll ever touch those ones. Uh, this, there was that Attack on Titan one that was really tempting, but not that big of a Titan fan, so I didn't really touch it, but they get up there in size, so it, it fits your budget, fits your, your desire. If you're looking for the lower ends, you can get the Ninjoids. If you're looking for kind of start investing more, you have the 1.8 scales or 1.7 scales, and then if you're looking to go all the way, there's that uh, Orimo bikini one that you can get 1.4 scale if you want to. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's definitely a fun thing to get into, and I, I definitely enjoy it. It's it's fun doing the unboxing videos. We get a lot of good feedback on that. Um, looking to do more feature-type shots here soon. I'm kind of learning the camera more, so when I feel more comfortable with it, I'm going to start doing more. Uh, here's a figure, and here's everything about it, so you can kind of check it out and see the, the full scales of it. So definitely, again, if you if you want to check out those videos, go to YouTube. Our link's on the, the main website, otakusuper.com. I think I've been overdone my limit of talking for one podcast. We did want to have one last question. Um, it was sent to us on the website using the contact us button. Um, I just want to let, let them know that we did see that question. It's a question about how many shows we've watched. And I'm currently in the process of finally undoing my procrastination of finally fully filling out a my anime list type website thing where you list how many shows of all shows you've watched um so hopefully here soon i'll actually have my show count and once we do i can answer that question but as it stands now i can't really answer that question so last time i checked on my end i am at roughly 500 shows well there's more to that question so okay there's a there's a teaser there's a teaser you might know what chris's count is if you listen to that last few seconds, but if not, stay tuned. You will soon know how many shows Chris have watched. 
and how many shows I've watched. I think I'm already at 103, and I haven't even gotten started on the thing. So, No, if you're at 103, I promise you, you haven't gotten started. <laughs> I'm I just know, kind of hitting I know that A, search, and then going through 50, and then going B, search, going through 50. So I've only gotten through maybe 400 shows on the, the site so far, so... Because I, I know you're not, I'm not that big of a gap between you and me. My problem really is like, and and you have the same problem. Most of everybody has the same problem that's going back and doing them now. Is it's like I don't know, I I don't recognize the name. I don't recognize the album art, but I'm pretty sure I've watched that back twenty plus years ago. I just a lot yeah, of the, the shows that I watched a long time are, ago, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, the I old mean, ones are the ones that are... That I can are see the album, I go, I recognize that character. I seem to remember some events in that show, but I don't know if I watched all of the show. I don't know if I dropped it. A lot of that stuff... Well, it's just, just like a, Akira for me. I cannot tell you whether or not I've watched that show. I think I have. You've probably heard the ending several times because it's a meme. Um, Kanada! Tetsuo! Kanada! Tetsuo! I did Tetsuo I think, pretty good. I, think I seem to remember Tetsuo. That. I seem to remember that, but who knows? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we got. Um, so yeah, definitely. This I hope episode, you guys enjoy listening it, to me blab about figures. For this episode's feeling kind of weak. That's because you didn't talk. You were looking at your iPad the entire time while I was talking about figures. I did not look at the in- iPad. The he's got an time. iPad now, so now he's gonna be flipping at that all the time. I totally did not sit there and stare at that iPad the entire time. Totally dangerous. Yeah, not as many goofy antics, more information. So I hope you all enjoyed listening to me blab about figures. I hope it wasn't too much information dump. Um, but yeah. Unfortunately, you you're the you're the more experienced on the figures than <laughs> the two, out of the you're two. Right. You got probably one of the best ones in there. Madoka Magica. Madoka. Madoka is awesome, but it's not an awesome figure. But we're not talking, okay, out of. I'm sorry, your Twin Tails is pretty epic. Your Deep Sea Miku is pretty epic. Your your, your Tats. I mean, hello. Yeah. Fate Pajama. She's adorable. Yeah, she is, but that's not my waifu. That's the other thing. If, If you guys do. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel here soon I hope um, I'm actually waiting to build finish building the shelf that I'm building but once that's done I'm planning on doing a exploration of room are, I keep getting are we requests moving, are, you, are we moving my five in here so that we can just count mine in there so but that, that wouldn't be my collection but I guess you can yeah I have that yeah it's a Taku Spirit. It's a Taku Spirits YouTube channel, <laughs> not mine. So definitely include so, it. So that when people go, oh, we've seen Andrews. I don't think we want to. I don't think we want to go around the corner with the camera and see that that desktop. Oh wait, there is no desktop. It's hey, just, I cleaned it. Oh, okay, I haven't been in a while. I'm I'm very cluttery compared to Andrew. Very cluttery. I am like if something hits the floor, it's like it's gotta it's gotta go somewhere. It's gotta go somewhere. Nothing on the floor. Dog tracks in mud. Stop what I'm doing. Clean the floor. I'm scary about that. But that goes into my whole thing about dust and everything. You just gotta gotta keep things clean. If you got dogs, dust is a huge problem, which is what we have a huge problem with. I I wish I was like many people who, in their unboxing videos, they have all of their figures out on their desktop. I can't do that. I, I set them out for set pieces, but I just can't do that. There's just too much dust in this house. Even if I keep my door shut all the time, the dogs, it will get an AC system. It kicks in there. You, you can't keep up with it, so... 
Yeah, and just keep your keep your house dusted regularly too. That's a huge part of it. But yeah, I'm information dumping again. You gotta stop me one of these times. Am I? Yeah. No. Well, it's a discussional podcast, so you can you can chase every rabbit you want. This was totally not discussional this time. <laughs> this was this was uh, uh, Simpai Andrew and on the stage. No, no, you, you, it you is the it is the anatomy of the the the, the nindroid. You could technically call this the uh, the nindroid or the the figure two hundred one. That's what I was kind of pointing out earlier. It's something I've been wanting to do for a while, and I hope people enjoyed it. Despite it was a lot of information. There's a couple people who enjoyed it. Definitely the person that asked it. We got an entire podcast for it. But yeah, we hope you all enjoyed. And uh, y'all take care. Os. I caught you off guard. Yep.